The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Baby, it's your boy Chevy Chavarri, the excellence of podcast execution. Now, let me tell you, we just want to send y'all all kinds of crazy love. We know in the past few weeks we've noticed, man, our numbers are jumping up. So we just want to thank each and every one of you who take the time to listen to Chop to the Chest Radio. Man, we are a love letter to local wrestling, and we just want to thank you for coming on this journey with us, hearing these wrestler stories. It means the world to us. You guys are stinking amazing. This week, you guys better hold on. We have the hype, the flyest brothers in reality of wrestling that is Fly Def is on the show. Stay tuned till next week. We are actually talking to Gino Medina, just signed to Major League Wrestling. We're hearing his story of how he got signed, his journey to that got him to where he's at. And, uh, man, just everything about moving to a new level in his career. Gino is a Chop to the Chest alumni, man. He's been on the show a couple times, but he's constantly growing, constantly wrestling all over America, picking up titles everywhere he goes. We are hearing from Gino this Saturday. When this drops, this Saturday, it is October 19th. We're going to invite you guys to come out to Undisputed Pro Wrestling. My co-host over here, Mr. Nate Laws, will be defending his tag team titles with Mr. Lance Beretta at Undisputed Pro Wrestling in Baycliff, Texas, and your boy Chevy Chavarria will be doing the ring announcing. So if you're ready for my ladies and gentlemen, come out, check it out, baby. I'm going to shut up. Let's jump into our show. Remember, this Saturday, Undisputed Pro Wrestling, but right now, we got Zach Zilla and Mr. Warren J. It is fly death. Let's jump in the audio ring with them, baby. Let's go. Hey, guys, this is Will Alday, and you're listening to Chop to the Chest Radio. Scheduled for one fall. And welcome to this installment of this week's Shot to the Chest Radio. Woo! It's your boy Chef Shot Read the Essence of Podcast Execution. I'm so excited for our guest today. It's hype up in here. I can't it's even hype. I can't I'm even up. talk about the energy room, but I'm gonna kick it over to my man, Mr. 409 Nate Laws. You know what it is, baby. Tell him how it goes. What's going on? It's your boy, Mr. 409, most definitely in the building. And right now, I want to introduce our special guest, man. Because right now, you know, if you have you if you don't know who they are, you've been on the rock because they doing what they supposed to do, and what you're supposed to be doing is watching them anytime they come to a city near you. Give it up for Fly Death. Beautiful. Yeah, I know. Nate's, yeah. Nate's voice is breaking all kinds of levels on my podcast. Oh, I'm just up and down. Baby. Yeah, you it's are. You are. Uh, Fly Death, man. I'm so excited. That's Mr. Warren, Mr. Zach up in yeah. here from Reality yes, of Wrestling. Sir. But this weekend, I mean, this this podcast is going to air a few weeks from now, but the weekend that we're happening to be recording, you guys have been all over the place, all over Texas, it seems. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. Where you guys been? Uh Triple shot weekend this weekend. Ooh, Friday, this Saturday, and weekend. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Crazy. Yeah. Uh, big, title de- big title defense at uh, Texoma Pro. We're the tag champs over there on Friday. Uh, okay. We successfully, successfully defended the titles. There you go. Still Boom. The champs. There you go. Uh, Boom. 
Saturday, we're in Abilene, Texas for New Texas Pro. Oh, shout out to Bartek. Uh, yeah. doing Bartek. Thing. I'm going to shout out. This is my, this is my second time thing. today. I'm going to shout out to uh, Stephen Roberts Jackets out there. He's always <laughs> flying the promos with the fly suit jackets. I don't know if y'all mm. seen him do that. but um, I, I gonna... love how he's like so quiet and then he's the ring announcer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets off. He gets voice he, just comes like, out. Really I was on a radio show this morning actually, just a random local one, whatever, and we were talking about New Texas Pro just it came up and uh, the subject went on Stephen Roberts jackets. That's all I'm saying. So <laughs> Stephen Roberts, fly, man. I, I compliment yeah. him on his jackets literally every yeah, time yeah. I see him. Oh, bro. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to live up to, to the expectations. Expectations. I'm going to be doing the ring announcing for uh, Undisputed Pro Wrestling October 18th. All right. Um, and All I'm right. just, I'm like, I, can't, I feel like I just can't go in there with a regular jacket now. <laughs> Stephen, to make me step <laughs> up my so, game, I have to make it feel better. But he has to prove it. But better yet, yeah. better yet, the way we're looking at it, you have to be fly. And dealing with these guys, they have to prove it because if it's not fly on their level, Right you had to put it back in the closet. Right, know, right, right. The game up. You know? So, I'm so that sure, was. I'm sure he'll do a good job. That was Saturday and yeah, Sunday. Right. New Texas Pro again, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So on Sunday, ooh, this match had a special place in my heart. Okay. 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 Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You could say it's a dream match. I've just been waiting on this match a yeah, long me too. time. We both on Sunday in Colorado City of New Texas, we face the Brothers Lockhart. Oh, know your Lockhart. Come former, on. Yeah. Former, former reality wrestling tag team champs from yeah. way back in the day. It was kind of a new school, old school type. That's thing. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they were running. They were running the role. Uh, a few years back as the top tag team right. of the row and now me and right. Zach are running it and it was just <laughs> crazy. Crazy. Our it's our crazy. It's just crazy. crazy. They, said, they said we're running the show. Yeah, we we're running we the show. Claim that. We uh, claim uh, that. I feel that. The other thing too, I mean just on that level as a fan man, because like I said, I'm just a dude in the crowd who happened to love wrestling. I remember Zach and I, maybe Warren too, but for some reason you always stuck in my head uh, tearing my tickets. You know what I'm saying? Coming <laughs> oh, yeah. in and just doing the, the seat thing mm-hmm. and then to watch the journey. Um, it, it, that's that's for me like what's so special about Row is you don't just see dudes jump in the ring and you're like, oh, where these guys come from? Like, you watch these guys taking your tickets at the door, putting in their time, putting in their efforts, um, and growing. And then you're like, the next thing you, you blink an eye, and now you do standing on the stage with the tag team champion belts doing your thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So for somebody who's a fan and can appreciate the the longevity of the story of wrestling and how much passion and blood, sweat, and tears you leave in the ring. Uh, let me tell you this. Every time I'm in here for these podcasts, we come in here, I just poke my head in. Uh, I'm Warren, you're in the ring doing something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I man. can't think of a day. That I've been here, that that you have not been here. So you can talk about blood, sweat, and tears. I want to hear about the journey of Fly Death and kind of separately where you guys started, how you guys got put together. Um, so let's 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 start there. Beginnings. How did you? Let's let's back it up. Let's talk about kids. What's your first and you know your first uh, uh, memories of wrestling in general? Oh man, uh, uh, you're going way back. Uh, way let's back. See, let's see, man. I remember. I just distinctly remember seeing like a bunch of kids like in when I was like in third or fourth grade like playing with the action figures and the ring and everything, kind of getting curious about it, and kind of hearing hearing stuff here and there about WWF and uh, I think one night I just caught it on TV and I was like just like anybody else I was just hooked from the get go like this stuff is interesting it's entertaining it's uh, something I always just invested in. And I looked at it like like a lot of my friends grew out of it. They still kind of watch it and everything. Right. But like I never grew out of it. It was just like, all right. right. So uh, uh, from the, from there, it was like I don't know. I just always been a big fan of watching. How anything. old How old do you think you were about this time? Oh uh, man, I was probably like 
nine or ten, maybe. Okay. And for you, Mr. Jack? Uh, so for me, like, I can't pinpoint a specific moment because it's always kind of just Rest been, always been in my know. life. Like, because uh, my dad was super huge fan, and he's the one who got me into it. And I, like, earliest I can remember, I'm like three years old. I got, like, all the action figures and everything. Awesome. And, I, like, uh, I would, like, go to my cousin's house and play all the video games. See, and stuff. When, when they finally split up Fly Def, you know, you can bring that up. Like, you got to play with your friend's action figures. <laughs> Zach had them all. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I a jealousy. Rich guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Right. Oh, he's a little spoiled rotten. <laughs> I had to play with we the neighbor's to, action figures. You know, we had to work our way up. I remember getting, uh, like, I remember, like I said, seeing the action figures right. at school and everything. And wanted some, and I remember getting my first like four pack of wrestlers for Christmas, and I think it was like, like Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and like Mankind all in one pack, yeah. and then my brother got like the whole Degeneration X in one pack, so it was like, that's so, awesome. All right, now we got eight. Y- y'all don't even know about like again. We're talking about. Let me just throw this out there. A little tension in the room. I got I got three black brothers and me, the Hispanic dude, and all three of these dudes were late. I'm just saying. <laughs> they wouldn't talk about it. So I'm you know what I'm talking about? Podcast, we could have been on time. We didn't know. I know, they but I was going because you don't know. You talk about your your talking about being a little Hispanic kid. Um, you know, relatives going to Mexico or going to flea markets. I'm not sure because I was little. I remember, but they bring you back a little makeshift ring and these little plastic luchador. That didn't even move. They were just like one arm up, one arm yeah. down, and the mask was ar- the paint was already chipping off. So if you you know as a little kid you just like play and y'all oh, gotta put this figure in my mouth and wrestle these guys and you can taste the paint coming off and you were like what I know this is not FDA approved or whatever you know what I'm saying. So y'all think y'all had it rough as kids. That's what I had to play with when I was Definitely little. Had to use your imagination <laughs> for sure. The arm was just stuck. Ain't nobody. It's not even a move. It's not even a move. One down, one up. But be done. They had uh, like, these guys had the ability to have full action figures. Look sort of like. The people, right? right? I remember growing up, uh, you get the LJN figure, you got the junkyard dog, you had the iron sheet, and it, they're made of rubber, it's hard rubber, mm-hmm. and they're like, the sheet is like this. So <laughs> when you're fighting, it's just like, yeah, drop kick, yeah. hit, hit, and it's like, is it, and, they, and you could actually get hurt with one. Well, yeah. I mean, try chunking one at somebody. I mean, it's, I had, it's I, had the, uh, I had the junkyard dog, and, and I gave it to Nate one time because we were trading figures. He gave me Iron Sheet because I'm like, keep it real, keep it heel kind of cat. Mm-hmm. And I gave him the junkyard dog, you know, and then my son goes, hey, Nate, is that you? Uh, it was great. It was great. It was great. <laughs> it was my yeah. film. I laughed so hard. Awkward day at that point. <laughs> uh, very awkward. Hey, you got to admit, the junkyard dog, LGA figure, whatever, looks looks a lot like you, bro. He does. That's why, that's why I changed my hair up a little bit. <laughs> he changed yeah, it up. Joke. So, so we're little kids. We're playing with the action figures. Yeah. Um, who do you remember your first superstar that really caught your eye that you were like, this is what I'm going to do with my life? This is this that inspired you to kind of get um, in the ring. Man, I want to say it was like, um, of course, like the Cruiserweights inspired me to want to like get into it because it was like, when I, from my first views of it, it was like a lot of big guys. I remember seeing like Hogan and Luger and like Macho Man. And then out of nowhere, you got these guys like Juventud, Rey Mysterio, yeah. Chris Jericho, uh, Dean Malenko, and like just seeing them and they're kind of like, oh, okay, they're kind of like my size, you know what I'm saying? I can relate. And uh, Rey Mysterio is my favorite wrestler. He's always like just inspired me just from the beginnings of him like being in ECW to WCW with his mask off and on and coming to WWE like. Dude's just always been one of those kids that I just followed his whole career. That's awesome. Man, some of my favorites, uh, man, uh, so I was, like, born in mid-'90s, so I was probably, like, really, really watching, like, kind of late-'90s and 
from like then on. So like my favorites are like The Rock, and then I love The Hardy Boys, and I love Booker T. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember, uh, and then kind of when I got older, I like I started kind of I like respect the bad guys. So right. I really loved Edge because he was just a terrible that's person. A man, that's a man after my own heart right there. <laughs> yeah, He's just a terrible person. I just hated him so much. And just him and Vicky Guerrero like being like married and that stuff. That was super like, weird, right? Made me, super made, weird. made me so mad. I was like, ah, I just hate this guy. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, and I want to come back on the journey a little bit, but you brought it up. <clears> like, And I don't know about you, Warren. I know he said it like, Growing up, you see Booker in the ring. Was he somebody who? Oh yeah, most um, definitely. How how does it feel just to step now? Now he you're like talk about expert tutelage, like legit. Um, you know he he's the guy that y'all turn to and talk to and you know critiques your masters and things like that. Um, I feel uh, man, it feels good to have a, a a mentor or someone to look up to in the business that's just like actually right there. Like that, I can just go to and talk to him in person. Like, do you remember the first time you met him and how that was, and the first word you've exchanged? I remember the first time I met him. Um, actually, the the first time I met him was uh, at a live event in Springfield, Illinois, and uh, we were waiting. We were kind of like waiting in line to go in, and uh, I think I want to say this was like my first WWE event that I ever been to, but. Um, all the we were outside uh, the arena and all the wrestlers are coming in in their cars or whatever. And Booker T comes by, shakes a couple hands, does a couple autographs, and kind of like gave me a high five real quick. I don't, I don't, I guess we didn't actually meet. Right, right, right. I remember trying to get an autograph and it was like right when he got to me, it was like, "Hey, Booker, it's time to go." And he had to, he had to oh, yeah. So he didn't sign my autograph, but they weren't like, like let him have it. It was all good. It was all good though. No, but um, yeah. The first time I ever met him at Row, uh, I was still living in Illinois, but I came up here to visit the school and everything. And uh, we sat down, we talked about uh, like what the training entails and what's you know what comes with everything and uh, what's expected of me. Uh, we watched a couple of my matches that I had prior. And uh, so you came down from Illinois specifically for yeah. reality wrestling. Yeah. And what it was already reality wrestling at the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, about two years ago. Okay. And. Um, for me, the first time I ever met him was about four years ago. I did a fantasy camp here at Reality of Wrestling. That's kind of how I got my start. And like, how old were you at that time? I, when I did the fantasy camp, I want to say I was 19. Because you were a young cat, baby. You were yeah, young. I'm 23 yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 96, like, baby. <laughs> I know. He's talking about, you know, my old age. When I was first born in the 90s, I was like, I was already pushing my teeth. I was a freshman. I, was I didn't say that. Oh, I didn't say that. was that long ago. Oh, oh. I was just saying oh, yeah, what yeah. my era was. Yeah, no, like, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was like uh, about uh, four years ago. Fantasy camp. Uh, I get there super early, not like today, yeah. where I was late. <laughs> but I was hey, we only had to bring early. it up one time. That was it. We didn't got. Go come up at least two more times. In my, in my, I see book pull up in his giant Hummer. Right next to me, and I'm looking. I'm in my car. I look. I seen uh, I seen Book the other day in a Ford Flex, and I say, "Oh, Book, I, I really do. I really like Ford Flex. I mean, I like that car." He said, "Oh, it's my wife's car." Real quick to correct me. He's like, "It ain't." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "It ain't. It ain't mine." He listens to the podcast right now. I know. Oh, my car. <laughs> I know. Hey, hey, I like Ford Flexes. I'm just saying. Ford, if, you want, if you want a sponsorship, chop to the chest radio from Ford. Ford Flex, we got you. 
Yeah, and uh, I was like real, real nervous because I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of timid, kind of shy. Yeah. And just him being who he is, like you, like you get it. And then uh, even untimid, like I don't consider myself a timid guy. And book makes me nervous. He's just, kind of an just, intimidating. Yeah, person. just walking in the room. There's, yeah. a, there's a presence, bro. <laughs> there is a presence, and you like intimidate. Hey, like yeah, even now intimidate. that we kind of mm-hmm. cool, it's you still don't think like so, Nate. Huh? You don't think there's a intimidating? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little intimidated. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, def- I feel like he definitely has that like uh, that boss presence. I would yeah, say, yeah, for sure. Because uh, I mean, he is the boss. He runs this. And yeah. this is his. This is his thing. So I kind of always it's like that aura about him. He, he's got that respect for me from when he walks in the room. Just, he he's got not a guy you just roll up on in the factor, street. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Say, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Sorry, Buck. Uh, What's up, boss? Uh, all right. But <laughs> you're always like King Buck, like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but uh, after the fantasy camp, I'm like, well, I'm, I walk out the door and walk in my car. He's walking in his car. We parked right next to each other, and he was like, "Hey, man, you did pretty good. Though. You think you might want to do this thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> like, because I'm still in school. Hopefully, like." Uh, I can finish this school thing or maybe do it at the same time, get back down here, but I couldn't wait. Man. Where are you from? So, I, uh, so, uh, my mom and dad, we, uh, we all lived up in, uh, Dallas, but, uh, McKinney specifically is like North Dallas okay, area. Yeah. And then, uh, when I went to college, I went to college in Waco at Baylor University. And then about my, I want to say my junior year, is when I started training uh, uh, here at Reality of Wrestling. So I had, like, I graduated early, so for a whole semester and a half, I'm running three hours <laughs> from Waco to here and then back at night, like, training and then going back to school. So it was crazy. Good God. Yeah. <laughs> so you were driving three hours to get to training. Dedication. Yeah, and it was after class. So it was more, like, four on the way here with the traffic. The traffic, yeah, yeah. And the, and it would be, like, real late at night when I finish here. And so when I'm on the way home, it's, like, three. Did you have a co-pilot? Just you rolling? No, nah, it's just me, man. Like that's crazy. So, bro. so this is the type of stuff I'm talking about. So with this guy right here, this is a shining example of someone who's not letting uh, something get in his way of training. Uh, a lot of people coming up with all these reasons. Man, I want to be a wrestler, but I can't do this. I want to be a wrestler, but I can't do that. This guy's driving four, three, four hours. You know, all together on the road, six, seven hours a day yeah. to get here to train. So if you want to get into wrestling, what is your excuse, yeah. right? Yeah. You don't have excuses. Almost an All entire right. day of work. Most people work an average of eight hours. Right. So yeah. you were on the road almost an entire day of work yeah. just so you can go put in more work. I, bet, I guess it's basically like just going to work and then yeah. <laughs> coming yeah. back. No yeah. paycheck. So yeah. Like yeah. go to class. Oh, yeah. I like, I even like, because I knew I was going to start training. So I tried to schedule my class where I like finished around early afternoon. So as soon as like. I'm done with class. I'll just get in the car and then just start driving down to Houston. This is insane. Yeah. And you, you mentioned it. You know, you the the fantasy camp was kind of what caught your attention w- yeah. with Reality Rising. So you came from Dallas just for that one fantasy camp. Yeah. Um, and was it just booked there? Was anybody else there at this fantasy camp? Uh, it was a uh, who was there? Booker was there. Uh, Abel Andrew Jackson was there. Okay. Uh, both the Lockhearts were there. 
at the time I met them. Okay, so they did really mean a lot when <laughs> yeah. you got in the ring. Like, <laughs> yeah. from, from day one, they were kind of yeah. inspiring. So I, you know? I didn't, uh, so at Fantasy Camp I went to, like, they picked, like, uh, like a star student or, like, yeah. a winner. I didn't win that one. But <laughs> uh, Eric told me, like, he was pulling, like, pulling for me to win. Like, he wanted me to win the thing. So, Do you remember who did win? Uh, Are they still? I don't know who won, yeah. and they're not here anymore. Yeah. I never saw them again. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and so we say that because, man, almost every show we come on, the last few guests have come out of the fantasy camps. And so Reality Wrestling is one of our sponsors here at Top of the Chest Radio. And so if you're out there listening, you always had a dream to get in this ring, man. We just want to send a shout-out to the fantasy camps because it seems like those fantasy camps are making superstars, man. You get in there, roll around with Booker T and some other um, fine wrestlers here at uh, Reality Wrestling, and it seems like, you know, it's changing lives, man, in, in a way. Like, people are living out their dreams. And, and actually, I think it's inspiring them to step up and drive three stinking hours from Waco, Texas mm-hmm. to, to – to not settle for anything less than I'm going to get in this ring and I'm going to do it, you know? One of the most Um, uh, craziest lessons I got in this business is that you get out what you put in. So, like, all that hard work, even if it's driving three hours down, you know, yeah. The highway is to go to training. It's just like it's all going to pay off in the end. Yeah, I mean, certain, it is paying off. I mean, it like, is off. <laughs> look, look at y'all. Yeah, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Certain times in Houston, <laughs> it takes you three hours to get from one side to the other. Either way, yeah, so, definitely. So you know what I'm saying. Thank you so much for listening to Chop to the Chest Radio. You're hearing amazing stories from these amazing performers. You're thinking to yourself, I've always wanted to do that, and now you can check out realityofwrestling.com and get information on the Reality of Wrestling Training School. Be trained, mentored, and guided by Hall of Famer Booker T. WWE legend Booker T will start you in this crazy business of professional wrestling. RealityWrestling.com. Check it out. Live your dream. Do it now, baby. And then, so you mentioned um, your dad being a wrestling fan. Has he seen y'all wrestle? Oh, yeah. Oh, my dad is Ooh, like how's he my get? biggest supporter. He, hype, he hyping the crowd or what? He's, yeah, oh, yeah. he's pretty hyping the crowd. <laughs> he, he comes to a lot of the shows. He's man. been to almost almost all of the shows I've been on here, awesome. here at Real. And even like. Is he down in Houston now or he comes all the way from No, Dallas. he drives all the way from Dallas. Come on, baby. <laughs> that's, that's dedication. What's that's his name? Right there. His name is Patrick Munnell. Come on, shout out to Mr. Patrick. <laughs> that's love, baby. Yeah. That's his whole, whole family is like always there uh, yeah. every time. So shout out to them. They got the t shirts on. They're always mm. making noise. Come on. That's all I You got fans. So we just thought the crowd was hype, but you got plants in the crowd, is what you're saying. I, uh, no, I'm it's, just kidding. It's just my mom. Yeah. And then, you know, then the rest of the crowd, they just fly that fans on their own. Oh, yeah, just, I like that. No, I like that. I'm going to kick this segment over to Mr. Uh, 409 over here, Nate Laws, because he seems like he had some, some run-ins with uh, a certain, certain uh, 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 wrestler from Texas All Star. Yeah, man. Let's yeah. Say. Come on. Boy, uh, who would that? Uh, who would that be? My, my man right here, Warren. Let's go back a little bit. Texas All Star, man. I remember seeing this uh, young cat with dreads. Went by the name Roscoe. Had on red tight with the X on it. He flying back and forth in the ring. Let's talk about that a little bit, man. Let's talk about where the Roscoe character came from. Um, the Roscoe character was well, okay. Um. So, we'll go back to my days when my granddaddy, uh, we called him Great Daddy, uh, was alive or whatever. He, as a nickname, he would call me 
uh, Roscoe Jr. He oh. used to call my dad Roscoe when he was young. Okay. So did your dad say Roscoe? <clears throat> no, he, he just called him that. Yeah, not to be confused with Roscoe P. Coltrane. No, no, <laughs> okay, no, okay. No, uh, and he started calling me Roscoe Jr. So as I, I think when my uh, grandfather passed away it's kind of really when I was like alright I want to start you know actually going by that name like just friends family whatever y'all just call me Roscoe or whatever and uh, uh, I started getting into music so then I would just call myself Roscoe or like young Roscoe or Roscoe Jr. or whatever um, and that's kind of where it came from um, I've always been into music and then wrestling came out of nowhere where I just started training and everything my first ring name was actually Elijah Rahim. I was trying to go. I don't know what I was, where I was like, trying to go with the gimmick here, but right. it was kind of. It was going to be like some kind of like. Like Juice Rahim. Yeah, kind of like you like, like <clears throat> kind of like a. I like that. And hey, you got the juice a now. Black, yeah, like <laughs> a black, like a black power kind of character or something like yeah. that. But it was just like it was like for my first couple of matches, and they're just like, hey, you need a name. What's your name going to be? Um, and then I started really thinking, like, all right, I'm going to get serious with this, so where can I go? And I'm just like, I'm just call myself Roscoe. So I just felt like it was different. I felt like there was no other wrestler out there named Roscoe. Yeah, I mean, I love the the paying homage to the grandfather, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just in, and that was, like, really the most important part, too. So I was like, all right, I'm going to just. Did you know that, Nate, uh, going into the question? No, no, I, I didn't, man. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome, man. Um, much respect to uh, your grandfather. I, yeah. He's no longer with us, but, man, definitely I know he's uh, looking down on, you know, like for every sure. time you get in the ring, perform, you know what I'm saying? For sure, for well, sure. Well, how about, uh, we are talking about uh, Zach's family. How about your family with the whole wrestling thing? Um, so <laughs> the funny thing is when I first started training, I kept it from everybody. Like I didn't tell any friends. I didn't tell any family. We only trained like Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays out the week. So I was kind of like dip on, hey, like I'm going to work, y'all. Where did you, know, you know, train at when you first started? I first started out at in Springfield, Illinois at Pinfall Wrestling uh, okay. Association um, or the Pinfall Wrestling Academy. It was their training center. Shout out to PWA. Um, my first trainer was a guy by the name of Jerry McGaffrey. Um, wrestles under the moniker uh, Zero Hype Guy Smith. Um, he was trained by Harley Race, uh, so rest in peace. And uh, Harley's teaching definitely rubs off on him. And uh, I give a lot of props to Jaren for getting me started because he's a very smart, genius mind in the ring and like knows what he's talking about, knows what he wants to do with his students. And I learned a hell of a lot from him. Um, so I kept it from everybody. And I didn't tell anybody that I was wrestling until, like, my debut match. And I was just like, hey, like look, you coming home with, yeah. like, bruises and stuff? Yeah, they're like, like, uh, they're like, I think he's in a gang. And you're like, yeah, yeah mom, I'm in a gang. I'm in a gang because you don't well, talk about um, well, at the So at the time, I was living with uh, my boys. Um, I was living with uh, my brother Nick, my boy Brandon, and my boy Cecil. We all had this house together. Oh, shout know. out to the squad. Shout out to the squad, yeah. the frat house. You remember on um, 13th and Pine, y'all remember them days. Come on. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> right now they listen call, to it when they hear it. They go, like, yeah, no, 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 for real though. Uh, we, we had our own crib and like all we used to do is just like work, pay rent, and we would rap. Awesome. So we used, to, we used to call it, and it was a little, it was in the hood. So right. we used to call it the trap. Is there is there any online music we can Oh yeah, there's some sound. Maybe, I can, sound maybe I can throw something uh, at the end of the podcast. I got, I got, you know, music we'll on, I got some music on datpiff.com. Um, that's probably where you're uh, oh, most of my stuff. Oh, mixtapes? Come yeah, on, mixtapes. Fire. Um, but 
Uh, so I remember coming to my boys like, uh, yeah, man. So what I actually been doing is I've been training to be a wrestler, and you know, I'm telling my mom, and they're like, man, you are crazy. Like, are you really doing this, man? And uh, I remember uh, having like a sheet of a. Uh, it was like, it was like a. A study guide, I guess, of like all the moves or whatever, and like I think I had left it like in the living room at our house one time. You were like one thousand one arm bar. So my brother, my brother's like, my brother was like, man, the whole time, like, man, I knew it, man, I saw that move list on there and seen the drop kick, <laughs> turn around, tackle, drop down, like, what is going he on? He thought it was like, the, it was the na- the track names from your album. Yeah, like, what's going it's on? You know, what is this? Ooh. So um Crossface Chicken Wing. <laughs> That's an interesting so, name for a song. Yeah, <laughs> right. What? Uh so um Yeah, so I really didn't tell anybody until like my debut match and then like uh a couple of the guys came out and uh watched me. My mom, she supports me one hundred percent all the time. Um, even from she's in Illinois still. Um, she still supports me though. Even when I was working in Illinois and like getting shows, she was coming to the shows wearing my t shirt and everything. She hates to see me getting my ass kicked. She'll get, you know, she'll cover her eyes. She's not one uh, right. too big on the violence or anything like that. But uh, she loves anything that I'm into, and all my, even my pops, um, everybody in my family is pretty supportive of it. And now that they see me actually really going hard, like yeah. that we are now, they're even more supportive. And man, like I said, we we like to be uh, we're chopping the chest radio, <clears throat> a love letter to local wrestling, man, to inspire you guys to mm-hmm. encourage. And we, we know, man, we're not you know, a lot of people that listen to our podcast are wrestlers because they want to hear about what their peers are saying. Yeah. And, man, don't, don't, um, you know, just just be grateful and thankful because because we run into so many wrestlers who parents aren't even around anymore yeah, uh, yeah. to see them where they're so far away they can't see them so those moments that they that you have the support and the cheering man it's just amazing and so yeah, don't, just don't take it for granted you know next time that's, that's, definitely you know very fortunate definitely that, uh, uh, yeah definitely very support fortunate. system because yeah. when I first started man my mom she wasn't having it <laughs> I was uh, 25 so I came home and one day I was like hey mom I want to wrestle you know I went to visit her and she looking at me just like. Like I cussed her out or something, right? And she was like the whole, cause she didn't know the the everything behind it. All she knew was people got beat up, people got hurt, and she just heard the bad things about it. Yeah. So she was so against it. Uh, I come home from training, uh, beat up, you know, swole head, cause I didn't tuck my head, mm. and she just like, see, I told you, I told you, you know, mm. but. When I had my debut match, she was there, yeah. and then she seen like like you guys. When they see that, when they see that part of it, they see something in you because your parents know you better than you know yourself. Yeah, so right. when they see you actually in your element doing your thing, it's more like, you know, yeah, okay, Definitely. you know. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, my mom running concession stand. <laughs> she getting naked all shirts, man. It's crazy, yeah. right? So I definitely feel what you guys are doing, what you're going I'm, through. I'm, I'm definitely <coughs> grateful of it because um, I, it's been a few months now, but I recently lost my grandma, um, my other granny, and uh, she was when I was living in Illinois. She was at my show. She was wearing my That's T-shirt. Awesome. Mm-hmm. She's always like, it was so funny when she would get on Facebook because it's just like a little old lady trying to use Facebook. You right. can only imagine like what they could do. Oh, right. so my parents, my mama didn't even have post, a, any internet. Post, she any, post, she's doing. any post, any Somebody promo we had post. Yeah. Let's go. They're like, baby, call me when you, when you get a chance. So, you know, yeah. stuff like and, <laughs> She put her number up there. Com- <laughs> yeah, she'll comment, uh, you know, like the post, love the post. Um, and uh, shout out to my dad, too. Um, he would come. He, my dad lives in Memphis, Tennessee, so we see each other, you know, uh, 
very scarcely or whatever. And uh, he actually was there in the beginning. He saw some of my, like, I want to say rookie year to, like, sophomore year matches. And he hasn't seen me wrestle in a while, but he was just at the Impact versus uh, Reality no, Wrestling come on. show. Come so on. he got to see us take on LAX. And Great, man. Like, Actually, I watched that match <laughs> yesterday, to be honest with yeah, you. Man. So. so it's just like, uh, and he, he told me, he was like, man, to see where you were at like three years ago to where you're at now, man, it's just like, it's crazy. And, it's just like, and he's very proud of me. So we are here talking to Fly Dev, probably the hypest dudes from Reality of Wrestling. Let's let's talk about how y'all ended up together. So when y'all first got started Reality of Wrestling, you came from Illinois, mm-hmm. you came from Waco, you just came to train. You, I guess, you were looking for a school. What made yeah. you, um, while we're talking about it, jump from your Illinois school down here? Um, well, I, I got a lot of family in Houston, and or a lot of family in, in Texas. Period. And I kind of always wanted to move to Texas and just live here because it's just like. Is where the heart is. I just got so much family. We hey. literally came here every single year when I was a kid. I want to say from like age two to like at least nineteen, I came here every single summer for family reunions and stuff. So, and we would stay for like two weeks, you know, like a whole vacation. Um, so I always wanted to move here. Um, in Illinois, things were kind of just moving slow, and I know I just wanted more. So I just was like, I'm gonna just go to move to Texas. I don't know where Dallas, San Antonio, maybe Austin. I uh, just started searching for schools, <clears throat> and I came across Reality of Wrestling. Saw their product on YouTube. Was watched. I, I remember like binge watching like just hella episodes of Reality of Wrestling, and I'm just like. Do you remember anybody be... from from then standing out that you were uh, like? Yeah, uh, JJ Blake <laughs> was one that stood out. Heck yeah, man. Because he was just like. He's a talker, man. And yeah. I was just like, this dude is, is insane, man. Yeah. And, like, I could, like... And then you meet him, and he's not too far different yeah, in real yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, no, shout out to J.J. Blake. Uh, he's yeah. definitely one. Uh, Gino was one that stood out. Um, uh, let's see. Who else did I remember standing Gino, up? bro, <clears throat> he stood out. Because, yeah, I used to... Because I, I watched all the indie wrestling, and, yeah. like... It came across, road came across my feed for sure. And like, I saw Gino and like, I seen him, I like how young he was. I saw him like uh, before it was the character he right. was now. Yeah. I don't know if he was like, he was he the, still when he had Thunder the, Jet? Or Thunder, Thunder, Jet like, Thunder Jet or did he just come out with the white and the roses? Remember when he nah, said he, yeah. he, That's he when I first a, saw Gino, he had the white shirt with the roses. They were saying he was like 16 and he had like these red tights on and like, uh, oh yeah. And I was like, tights. man, because we're the same age. And I'm like, man, he's 16, I'm 16, doing yeah. all this stuff. Like, maybe I can do that. But it's and crazy, that's, right? That's kind of how I felt, too. It was like watching Roe, and I'm seeing guys like how they're like, – because where I came from, they, they trained us well. They trained us how to do promos, how to wrestle, how to work cameras and everything like that. And I saw, like, these cats, and I'm just like, I feel like I'm on a level with them. I feel like I can do that, too. So, like, just right away, I was just like, I knew Reality of Wrestling was the place I needed to go. Plus, the grand, <laughs> the grand bonus of Booker T's name right. being on it just sold itself. So, uh, like I said earlier, I came down here, checked out the school, sat down with Book, you know, and he told me, hey, man, like, I train my boys to be in the main event. And, if, you know what I'm saying, if you can't handle that, like, you know, there's a door. But if you want to come in, like, we're going to train you. We're going to train you right, you know. Oh, yeah. And it's just he's like. He's very blunt. He's very blunt. <laughs> yes. like, he's just like. But he's, We've he's, heard. We've he's, heard. Yes. But it's real, though. It's just like, if you want to do this, I got you. But if not, like, don't waste my time, man. Like, I, you know. And, um, yeah, from there, uh, I started training. Um, and Zach would be at training, too, a lot. And 
uh, you know, you tell the story pretty good. Like man. so. Uh, <laughs> well, my next yeah. question was: Did y'all did y'all start off with a singles push, or uh, so I had a de- I had death. a debut match by myself um, the month before we tagged. Okay. Um, I I debuted um, against uh, Kid Ransom. Okay. Just a little, little quick little. You know who went over match? Uh, t- uh, Ransom beat me, Ransom. but I mean, I was I was hitting away. I was hitting away a few. Uh, I was hey, trying hey, to outquick him. I was trying to. I was hey, but who's with, here now? Yeah, right. Oh, no, come on, don't hit my boy like that. No, 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 hey man, but hey, like we went out there. I see him every day. Opportunity, opportunity presented itself. Um, I remember when I got the call and they were like, "Hey, we might have a match for you." And I was actually at my job. I was actually at my job, um, and I was going to get off early. And I, I just literally was like, "Hey, boss, I gotta go, like right now." Like, <laughs> right. They're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm just like, "Emergency, man. I don't know what's going on, but I gotta go." I kind of just like they're just like, "All right, go ahead." And you just like, like pull your uniform off, whatever yeah, your job is. You're like, wearing tights under it. <laughs> and the boss was like, the "Duty calls. I do it. I do it with no emergency. Uh, Come here. Uh, I'm to you. Duty calls." And I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Just did so he, was he wearing a cape? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I had that debut match with a uh, ransom. We went out there and we killed it, man. Cool. It, was a, it was a good, nice little. Debut. So like so Pete so he <coughs> debuted the month before and then so me uh, I had been training for a year and going for going to uh, security going to right. school at the same time so at this point and you were driving like, three hours my yes at Good this point Lord. my wheels are just spinning I'm like I'm in school I've been training for a whole year I'm ready to get in that ring and I know I'm ready. I'm ready to perform. I want to do this, but I'm trying to figure out how do I get on the show. Yeah, like, this cat's over here. Do? I'm looking at Zagman. He's kind of like, and I don't know, if you ever see, like Ned Flanders, right? You see him, and he's just there. <laughs> Dude rips off his shirt, and he's just like jacked and swollen like three times. <laughs> Big, you know, it's like, oh, look at that young guy, and rips off his shirt. And I'm just like, this dude's huge. Like, you know, so. Look at that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's like, how do I get in there? What do I got to do? What do I got to do? I got to find something, like, do a, like, how do I, do I pitch stuff to, like, what do I do? I, like, I'm young in this game. Like, I'm just getting started, but I know I'm ready to get on you know, the show. I see, I'm watching the show. I was like, uh, maybe, like, the tag division could use something. Like, maybe I'll try and find a partner. So I'm, like, asking around, asking around. So that was kind of your idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like. I'm seeing guys, and I'm like, I see Warren. He's an athletic brother like myself. I thought, like, the the dynamic was already there. It had to be there. Like, He's a brother. I'm a brother. <laughs> right, right. We can look around. You're like, uh, He's a brother. I'm a brother. We're both good. Many, 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 why, why did I just think of, uh, what was the, the Wayne's Brothers uh, opening, like, in my head? We both good-looking dudes. We both athletic. I'm like, it has to work. So, like, I just rolled up to him. I was like, hey. You Who'd you pitch like? the idea to? I think I asked Kevin. Bernhard, he's the uh, director of the show. Yes. Shout out to Kevin. And then, Shout out to Kevin. The Chop to the Chest alumni, yeah. Kevin Bernhard. So I think uh, I, I believe I mentioned it to him. And then uh, I don't know what he said. It was probably like, we'll see or something. Like <laughs> right. And then the next month, like, uh, he hits us up. And he's like, hey, we need y'all for the, this month or whatever. And then so uh, 
It was supposed to be like a I, off thing, right? It was supposed, yeah. We, it wasn't. We was we were just because y'all were Zach and Warren. Yeah. We yeah. were Zach and Warren. There yeah, was no yeah, flat. I remember mm-hmm. just two first names. And, 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 and let me tell you this, man. As a fan <laughs> in the ring. Watching you guys too. You guys are a tag team, and it's a difference between two wrestlers you put in the ring who yeah. slap hands and one holds a little rope on the side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you guys move like you know. You see old school shades of the Rockers, yeah. things like that, yeah, and yeah. You, you know <laughs> y- y'all have that. And and um, and team you can work, tell teamwork make the dream work. Though. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So together. do y'all get that a lot as as being being under the tutelage of Booker T, yeah. um, being African American, Harlem Heat baby, Nate. I'm kicking it back to you. It'll be dope. So my thing is like, how does it feel to you know, learn every, uh, a lot of your stuff from a guy who actually the the, the tag team in Harlem Heat. I mean, is nothing short of legendary. I'm talking about those guys. Yeah, Hall of Fame. Those guys coming in. You know, you know Booker T with his part. Stevie Ray coming in, calling people fruity booties, but they get in there <laughs> and they just. I mean, I'm I'm watching WCW and I'm hooked because yeah. I'm because. Um, not to turn it into that type of podcast, but I will. But um, when you were growing up as a black person watching wrestling, mm-hmm. you see every now and then you get like, uh, you see uh, Booger T, you see Junkyard Dog, you've seen uh, Coco Beware and stuff like that. Right. But to see guys just get in there and just dominate winning tag team gold. Doing that thing right, it just gives. I me mean, those are the guys who paved the way now. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I think it's less noticeable. Yeah, like when you see a black guy in the ring now, it's not like oh, where's the black? It's like it's it's just there. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's rich real people, yeah. and without all the people you just named, yeah. um, those doors wouldn't be open. Yeah. So you just yeah. not turn it into a podcast. Oh, and there's like so that going many there. of us, but now. it's important. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. But crazy. I, I just think it's just so awesome, and to see that you guys are coming in and y'all are tearing it up, how y'all how y'all are doing, and it's not just. Just like you're not just a one trick pony. I'm talking about y'all going all these places, and to actually see you guys working as a cohesive unit in there. I'm talking about, dude, where do you get the hops from? Because it's like you hit a move and you're just you're up, man. I, I, I know one's gonna get up, but you're already like. Let's go! And like right now, you're just yeah. like, man, this fucking shit. I'm cool. Yeah, no, but no. When you get a ring, it's just. It's when he's, a, when he's in that, a different animal. I feel like I walk it's that like curve. something in that. It's either something in that corner of that tag rope that be getting me. <laughs> yeah, man, that's what he would, when I'm in there and, and he's waiting, ready on that, ready and waiting for that tag. That's when he's like, let's go. He's getting, he's yeah. getting the crowd hype. He's getting. Me hype, he's getting everybody hype. And I'm when just, I go through that curtain and the lights hit me, that's when that's when Zackzilla comes out. <laughs> you like that Zackzilla, baby? I just want to give a quick shout out to Beyond Burgers as the official burger house of Chop to the Chest Radio. Beyond Burgers, the best burgers this side of the Beltway. If you want Kobe, they got you. If you want a vegan burger, they got you. You want a bison burger, they got you. Even if you want to get crazy, jump into a salmon Caesar salad, they got you. Some of the best shakes. They have cookies for the kids. If you have not checked out Beyond Burger, you need to check them out, baby. That's Beyond Burger, located at MF Lowry Expressway in Texas City, Texas. The official burger house of Chop to the Chest Radio, baby. Best burgers this side of the Beltway. Beyond Burger. Get it. Break it up in that. What's the What's the word when you're you're done with your matches? You're killing it. You're getting the hype. You're back to the curtain. What are they telling y'all? What's good? What's bad about fly deaf in the training process? We should say. What do they say? <laughs> I don't think anything bad. Yeah, not nothing too yeah, bad. I hope not. Um, <laughs> yeah. I well, I mean, there's always room. I think when y'all first started, y'all been y'all yeah. been at tag team for oh, how long? Yeah. 
Uh, going on like two and a half. Now? Two and a half. Yeah. yeah. Two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so the like you said, y'all were Zach and Warren. Yeah. You know, so wh- where did this idea of fly deaf come from? Um, wh- <laughs> what's the difference between Zach and Warren and fly deaf? Well, I remember we wanted a name because, <laughs> like he said earlier, it was supposed to be like a one-off thing with our debut, right? Or with you know just you know tagging or whatever. Like this, and was it was so story. funny because it's like our first match. We were doing tag moves with each other. <laughs> so we were just in there. We're supposed to put over the other team. Yeah. But, like, we're, like, working together, and we're doing all this stuff, and the crowd actually started kind of, it was, like, getting behind us, like, oh, cheering for us. <laughs> yeah. And then they, like, saw that, and they're like, oh, you guys are going to do it again next time. Yeah. I was like, okay. Who was your first uh, opponent to your tag team? It was um, Big Van okay. Harrison and uh, Big Boy. Big boy and uh, Brock Baker. Brock Baker. Ooh. Yeah, the Cash Money Hooligan. The Money Weight. Yeah, yeah the mm. Money Weight, the Cash Money Hooligan. I do like yeah. the Cash Money Hooligan. Okay. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, they were a little strong, stable, trying to come up in in row. And we tried to go out there and, you know, prove ourselves. But, you know, the big man got, got the best of us that night. But uh, as yeah. far as where the name Flight Dev came from, uh, like he said, it was a one-off. And then after the next month, it's like, hey, you guys are going to do it again. But the next month, hey, you guys are going to do it again. And then... Like, after a couple times, it's like, hey, this month you're going to go up against the bodies. And Booker T gave us this, because uh, the bodies came in and they just won the tag titles, like, off the bat. Right. Like, and they're from where? Heavenly Bodies, three-time <clears throat> reality wrestling. Yeah, and uh, what, New Jersey, what is it, Pro Wrestling Syndicate? Is that yeah. where they're? Uh, it's not called, it's, uh, it's Wrestle Pro now, yeah, but right. okay. the name, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, I just remember around those times, it was like, you know, we're, we're kind of getting it going. We need a name. And can't be just Zach and yeah. Warren anymore. And then sometimes, you know, we're 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 like, you know, trying to come up with ideas to just stand out and everything like that. So we're kinda like, well maybe we could like have fun with it where someone, you know, the interviewer might be like, Hey, we're here with Zach and Warren and be like, No, I mean it's Warren and Zach. And you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we did do that for you know, a while. we did that for a little while or hey, Warren and Zach, no, it's Zach and Warren, you know, like so we try to like, you know, play with it and I remember we were coming up with names, I really can't remember any like, I remember, what, like, Muscle and Flow is one name. <laughs> that was, that's one. good. Yeah. Um, it's uh, hard out here for a... What? You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, th- anyway, <laughs> continue. continue. Uh, we were... I, I, I can't remember any Come of on, Mike. I can't remember any of the names, but... Uh, I think one was, like, like Trill Team 6 or something Trill, like yeah, that. Yeah, Trill Team. Uh, I think we wanted to be, like, the Fresh Kings or something like that. Oh, or, yeah, like, no. just... Just trying to come up with anything. They weren't good. And yeah, they weren't good. <laughs> they weren't good at all. I just want to say thank you for not being Fresh Kings or Trill Team Six. Right. I do like Trill Team Six. I'm not gonna lie. It's a little, you know, it yeah. reminds me of Triple Six Mafia. But continue. Yeah, so, you know, we were just trying to come up with any and everything. And I remember one night, it just hit me. Like I think I was watching something, and it was like high definition, and I was just like, high definition, fly high. Hi, Death. Fly, Death. And I remember texting... He said it just like that, too. I remember texting Zach, like, what if we go by Fly, Death? And he was like, I kind of like it. Bro, if you're not <laughs> using Fly Definition in your promos, you should be. Oh, yeah, I mean, right now, we're live and direct and full effect in that Fly Definition right now. Oh, oh wow. The people are hearing it in oh, Fly Definition. It writes itself. Oh, <laughs> right. I, I got to get in on that. <laughs> Excuse me quick. Hey, you're at the intermission. Got the boys here. The Fly Definition. Yeah. Look at oh. y'all. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> I'm 16 uh, coming. So I was about to say, I thought you were trying to get it on fly death, but but technically, y'all kind of have an honorary member. I see y'all kind of jumping in other uh, uh, promotions with a little AQA in between y'all. Oh, yeah. How you yeah, feeling about yeah, that? Because that looks really, the picture of y'all coming out of the curtain looks really good. <laughs> that's our fly sister right That's our fly sister. That's yeah. that's yeah. She honorary? That's she honorary oh, fly yeah, death or what? Uh, she's honorary, uh, you know, fly death member. Uh, that's our, that's the little sis right there, man. Yeah. You know, uh, She's been coming up too, man. I keep just, telling on myself, man. I saw her, you know, and they just put the strap on her. I felt kind of early, and I'm like, she's so little. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm buying. I'm leaning over, we're at the show, and I'm telling the dude next to me, man, I, I don't know. I don't know if this girl can hang with hits a shooting star press off the top rope into a crowd of other women. I'm like, that's I, think that's the, I think that's the night she became an official I, fly sister. I, I was that. just like, my, <laughs> I was like, my bad. I'm, I'm shut up. I don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? She's been killing it ever yeah, since. Man. So, wow. um, uh, she's, she's such a, she's such a, uh, I guess she's a jewel, man, if you yeah. want to say. I was trying she's, to catch her before the before the podcast. I saw her out there, and I was going to be like, hey, do a run-in on her podcast and get quick. the, you know, but I didn't get, I didn't get to catch her. Uh, so. Yeah, man, she's uh, a special talent. She's very talented uh, and got a lot ahead of her going. She's making some moves in the wrestling world right now. She's about to go up to Chicago for rides. That's mm-hmm. awesome. You know, but anytime anybody wants a nice, dope uh, six-person tag team, on your card. Intergender. Intergender. Okay. Yeah. Holler at Fly Death, Warren J, Zagzilla, and AQA. That's, you know? that's I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of just good yeah. vibes coming out of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> y'all think, uh, y'all, y'all don't think y'all are introducing that idea in a row where maybe she at least comes down with y'all. you have a little something you know you never know I'm telling you just coming out of the curtain it looks good like yeah, it's it was, like oh I yeah, like what's going was, on right now it was definitely fun where did y'all do that at uh, we did that in Inspire in uh, Austin and that was, a, that was a yeah that was mm-hmm. a trios man yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah a lot of crazy stuff that's awesome there. so how long were you guys actually in the ring getting crazy before they put the put the the uh, Championship belts Man, on you, we I should say. We were coming up for a little minute before we got the straps the first time. Huh? It was like a, it's probably, it's probably like six or six or seven. Yeah, months. six or seven months. Because so. I think. We, so how did y'all feel about that? Were y'all like, yeah, that's us, or were y'all like, was, oh, uh, I don't know if we're ready for this. I, I think I, I wouldn't say I, I was never like, oh, I'm not ready for this. I, yeah. know, I was like, was, I felt like it was um, a definitely like a, a trying and testing period because. Here we are trying to come up. We're trying to make a name for ourselves, and uh, in the tag division of reality of wrestling, and then out of nowhere, we're in this kind of a rivalry with one of the top tag teams in row, uh, the Heavenly Bodies. Right. And I think we went, uh, you know, three times with these cats, and it was, you know, the first time I go out on an injury, um, the second time we lose, and then like the third time I go out on an injury, almost, you know, go out on the injury again, and then we finally, you know get the belts we finally you know put the nail in the coffin as the rivalry of uh, and y'all didn't send them packing they ain't even around no more yeah Yeah. it was more like uh like this is exactly what i wanted this is what i've been waiting for this is what i've been training for now i'm about to take this well what this means and like i'm gonna make the most out of it Mm -hmm. what uh what would you say defines fly death like from the moment y'all come to the curtain like who is that who are y'all like as characters as people as a team you know, the crowd kind of looking in. Who who could you say in a couple sentences who Fly Death is? I think what sets us apart from everyone else is kind of the energy mm-hmm. and just uh, for the energy for sure and just kind of how in tune with each other we are. Because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go, like, back and watch and just 
we're just like in sync the whole time yeah. like just stuff happens at the same time all the time when we come through the curtain we're hitting the handshake we're hitting the handshake yeah. on beat to the music yeah. like we I hit like, drop um, kicks at the same time we have body slams I just feel like time. from the curtain as soon as we go out and our energy and the way we present ourselves I feel like the crowd can just connect and they're just like they're a team they look like a team they act like a team they work like a team right you know just two fly brothers with kind of like the same fly mind I mean like he said we're always in sync and not just in the ring outside the ring like it's been plenty of times where like we're about to go meet up to go to a show and I pull up to his house and we're literally wearing the same thing right <laughs> you pull up to his house he pulls up to yours yeah like oh and we're the car, it's like Somebody got a chance. Walker, Texas Ranger, <laughs> Blue, what is going on? Mm, that's <laughs> like, but uh, there's not enough of that in tag wrestling. Anymore, nah, dude, y'all should just do that out in, out in the world. Like, yeah. y'all yeah. should always dress the same. It like, was one, just, it was one time just, we were going to a show, and I, uh, I just showed up to his house. I got a Mickey Mouse shirt on, and then he comes out the house, and he has a Mickey Mouse shirt on. That's awesome. Like, is this some best friend stuff? I think so. Yeah. Do, do we need to become best friends? Yeah. <laughs> you want to do karate in the garage? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Um, let's talk about reality of wrestling tag team division. Um, so you guys, um, who, who let's, let's let's look behind the curtain, right? So Fly Def, Zach and Warren, in your opinion, hot, hottest tag team in reality of wrestling. But who inspires you guys, like personally as as just individuals, um, trainers in the tag team division, whoever it doesn't matter. Um, from reality of wrestling, hmm. um, from reality of wrestling, one person that really inspires me is Gino. Because the dude just keeps going and going and going. And he's like, I don't know, he's got such a good mind about the business. And he's for him being younger than me, he's so smart about the business. And it's just like, and that's another crazy thing about wrestling. It's just like you can learn so many things from so many people no matter how old they are. Yeah. And um, I just feel like his worth ethic and uh, the way he goes hard in training it's, it always just challenges me to be like, all right, I got to go hard in training too because I'm trying to be right. on his level. So it's kind of like he sets the bar, he sets the tone like in training for anybody and everybody. Like as far as for me, I'm always just like, all right, well, uh, I'm going to listen to Gino, see what he's right. you know, see what he's talking And he's about. proven it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Zach, you were saying like, oh, Gino's my age. Yeah. I can be. But when Gino steps in the ring, you don't think Gino's my age. Oh, no. You're like, this dude's been wrestling for the last 50 years or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And and just such a, just a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And it seems like every time, and I, like I said, I just poke my head into these things. I'm not really in the mix, but the little bit that I see, mm-hmm. it seems like he's always forcing everybody around him to level up. Yeah, and nobody you're works gonna, harder than that. Yeah, guy. you're either going to level up or you probably ain't going to be here too long. You that know what I'm saying? Super, he is freaking good. I, I, yeah, I, I guarantee <laughs> you I'd give it another 10, not, not even, maybe 10, 15 years, and there's going to be, not, let's say even 10 years, there's going to be dudes talking about Gino WWE oh, yeah. and how they wouldn't be where they're at without this. It's oh, happening yeah, now. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, kind of to, to higher levels of wrestling, um, Gino is definitely, I think, made his mark in, yeah. in wrestling. And he's, what, like, 23? Yeah. You know? Mm. And, like, you know, for a quick example, he's, like, you know, he, he, he leads training and then we'll do these drills where it's, like, cardio. Say, like, we run the ropes with a partner for, like, two minutes. Yeah. And everybody's partnered up and he goes and then it's time for Gino to go. And, like, you know, everybody done went. And it's just, like, who's going to go with Gino? And, like, I look at him, and I'm just kind of like, I got to get in there with him. So, you know, and then he'll run an extra just two minutes before, then he'll be, like, add, add an extra 30 seconds on you. Like, you want to go 230? I'm sitting there like, ah. 
No, but yeah. yeah. Son of a gun. Yeah. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like he's always pushing and motivating someone and like his training is just like training with like Goku or someone from Dragon he Ball. He is Goku. <clears throat> that is like him. if there is anything <clears throat> like analogy or anything to compare yeah. it to. He's like Goku. He's Even Goku. in the hair and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is a saiyan. Yeah, like, for sure, for sure. <laughs> He's like inhuman, Mr. Zach. Besides Gino, anybody else really? Uh, besides you? Gino, uh, probably my inspiration, I guess, from real is probably Ryan Davidson. Oh, just yeah, like Ryan how to really just be a star and just work that kind of like main event style and just his <clears throat> freaking intensity and like right. he just yeah. carries himself like, and the little like things. he is the man yeah. and just all the little yeah. things yeah from his face Facial features from are... he goes here to be here just so he can end up here to make the spot work and just that's the, the, yeah. the there's just intent behind everything he does there's his no promos. wasted motion at all his promos his look like everything, like I just like about him, Mr. Nate Laws. I don't really, you know, we're on this a lot. We around a lot of these guys. Who inspires you from reality of wrestling? Oh man, uh, I tell you what, it's a uh, a lot of these guys, man. I'm inspired by uh, Fly Def, uh, not just because they're here, because I mean, uh, they're young and hungry and wanted, and you see it. Yeah, working as a cohesive unit, man. I mean, I've been part of some awesome tag teams, and to see these guys. Uh, coming in, showing up, and showing out like they do is just truly awesome, man. Uh, like Ryan, me and Ryan have been—I've uh, been knowing Ryan for years, and just uh, he just gets better and better every single time that I see him in the ring. Uh, Gino, I've been knowing Gino for a long time. I always uh, joke with Gino about him and the pants he wears, man. There's something about <laughs> the, the tight pants. I joke with him and clown. But, man, I remember when he was Thunderjet. I remember IWE back in the day when we had the flea market off of airline, right? And it, he was just, he was doing his thing back then. Uh, what, uh, what, uh, Aiden Cristiano. Uh, being in the ring with him, you know, just makes you better. A lot of these guys, I mean, I haven't been in the ring with some of them. Some of them I have. And it's just when you um, come to row and I'm around the guys, it's just it makes you uh, want to step up your game in every aspect of it. Yeah, it's like because right. when you come here, you just can't half step. Like a lot of guys, okay, I was the I was the man at this promotion. I'm the man over here. I have a yeah. title over here. Mm-hmm. When you get in that ring, when you're training, it doesn't matter what title you got. Yeah. You can be the heavyweight champion, but if you cannot prove it in training, oh yeah, what what are you right? Right. So for to see these guys on a consistent basis, the way y'all do things, it just pushes me and motivates me. Just when I'm doing my thing, right? So. <laughs> When I'm at UPW, putting in the work, you best believe I'm going to have my eye on dealing with these two gentlemen probably at a later date somewhere down the line <laughs> right now. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Yeah, they're like, if you can get on our level, we'll see. Hold on, hold on, baby. We'll hey, you in the he's 409. A, Come on, that's baby. True. Oh, that's big, true. That's true. That's true. Come man. on with it. That, that is. <laughs> what, 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 uh, um, so, so, Reality Wrestling, you guys have one belt, been here, your, your home training. What are some other promotions um, that people should know about that you guys are Excited to be a part of. Um, uh, Texoma Pro is a, a pretty fun. And where's uh, that out of? That's out in Sherman, Texas, uh, up in like the Dallas area. 
Oh, that's a fun little place to work. Well, we won the tag titles uh, last month up there. But there was a while where y'all had double tag team. Like, y'all had belts from, from yeah. a couple promotions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one place was uh, Heroes of Wrestling. They're not running anymore. They're no longer with Man, y'all shut it down. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, man. First and it's only. That's right, baby. <laughs> one time champs forever, baby. Yeah. Uh, you, you can just go to tag team. Longest reigning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever been a tag team <laughs> champion, Ed? Yeah. Uh, what other places are there? Lions Pride is definitely oh yeah a Lions Pride is yeah. a very fun place to work shout out to Carson and the yeah, crew shout out to Carson and the crew they got their own training facility down there in Bryan oh, yeah. and is this uh, stuff we can catch like on YouTube oh yeah, catch on YouTube. yeah we had a actually we had an incredible match against uh, Team Strongheart from Japan mm-hmm. oh um, awesome yeah uh, they they were a part of uh, the All In pay per view I believe or the Double yeah, or Nothing pay per view from AEW from AEW um so it was uh, who was it? T Hawk and uh, L Lindemann, mm-hmm. um, and uh, me and Zach got to take on them at Lions Pride, and it's one of our favorite matches. Uh, it's, yeah, it's definitely <clears throat> one of my favorite matches. It's like it's either that one or I believe that uh, Lockhart. Yeah, for me. Uh, I believe, and that weekend was a crazy weekend of its own because we had uh, oh my goodness. we had LAX the night before here at uh, okay. Impact versus uh, Row, and then the night before that. We were in a tag team uh, fatal four-way match where it was us, just little old fly dev. What you mean, little old fly dev? <laughs> I belong in there. Well, we, belonged right in there. <laughs> we, we, we belonged in there. We, we definitely right. believe that we belonged in there with these cats, but like the caliber of these tag teams right, that right, we're right. in are just like, you know, yeah. whoa. It was the original LAX. Oh, uh, yeah. The Hart Foundation and Davy Hart Smith and uh, Teddy Hart. Okay. Okay. And Crime Time. That's Ooh. beautiful. That's a beautiful match. <laughs> and then it was us too. It was a right. Song. So it was an insane match. We were like, you know, we're working. It these, does uh, kind of feel like how did we get here? Yeah. Right? It's yeah. That's and that's a, uh, that was like the context of what I was saying. Like little fly deafening because it was like yeah. Now yeah. we're we're well, you're, you're we're right. on the level of these cats who are. Wrestling royalty, I mean, yeah, you know at, at a point, you know what I'm saying? They've and they've all made their mark in yeah, in tag team wrestling. wrestling yeah, yeah. In, and we definitely showed we could hang. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. definitely showed we can hang with them. If you don't know, now you know. Here at Chop to the Chest Radio, we like to party. And if you like to party, check out Rockin' Rivers Bounce House and Party Supplies. That is Rockin' Rivers Bounce House and Party Supplies. Four oh nine. 363-8175 They have every type of bounce house You can imagine We have castles, giant water slides um, Jousting, uh, this giant cage thing With a ball, you can knock people over It is insane baby Check out Rockin' Rivers Bounce House and Party Supplies 409-363-8175 For all your party needs If you ain't reppin' with River Maybe you ain't partying baby Rockin' Rivers Bounce house and party supplies. We like to party. You should party with River. Boom, baby. Check them out. Again, 409-363-8175. Who inspires y'all as a tag team from, you know, anybody from the beginning of we get wrestling? So, we draw so much inspiration from so yeah. many tag teams, from anyone from, like, uh, the Rockers or... Uh, the kill bees or killer bees. I like that. Oh, there you go. Uh, I like that. Uh, from the Usos to uh, man, dude, that'd be so no, funny if y'all you... pulled a mask switch like the killer bees used to. You know, because y'all don't look at you know, your body types aren't the same at all. You know, <laughs> no, nah, just like um, uh, what are the tag teams we 
just let's see. I'm definitely, definitely taking stuff from the Rockers. Definitely the yeah. Usos. Uh, we and the Rockers were probably uh, some of my favorite tag team yeah, of yeah. all times. You know, so I see that when y'all come out just, there. We take little things from like the like the Brainbusters too. Uh, it's kind of like uh, yeah, I like just, I like some of the old school. You're like yeah, tag team wrestling in general. It's inspires just um, y'all teams yeah, like. tag team wrestling is just like this whole other world of its own. And it's just it's become just like uh, my favorite style of wrestling, like out of nowhere to me, and like I. Anytime there's like a tag match, I'm just like, all right, I pull the chair up and I'm like hooked. Right. I, just, I want to know where they're going with the story, how they're going to tell, you know, the story with the tag match, or like you know what what dips and you know twists and turns they're gonna, you know, this ride is gonna take us on because it's it's so many places you can go with the tag match and it's an easy story to tell right. and there's so many more like options and possibilities like you can do with it like, yeah. yeah with like having four bodies in there there's like so much you can do and mm-hmm. like it's an easy story to tell cause it's built in t- it's in the name tag team match so right you right. got two teams the point of the match is trying to make their tag and like using each other to win mm-hmm. yeah. My best thing about the tag team is, uh, to me, is just when a tag team has a tag team finisher. Like, it's something, like, my favorite one is the Deadly Death Drop. Something about the guy just turns up, or they throw him into the rope, catch him, and he just runs up and just, boom! I don't know. And it's just, it's just the guys working as a tag team, cohesive unit, Mm -hmm. to accomplish that goal, that finisher. I mean, it's just... Is it you can't do nothing like it, man? It's just singles is awesome. Don't get me wrong, right. single love it. But something about a tag team, two guys just going in there and they just hit it at the right time, and it's just like. Mm-hmm. You right. Can't. So what's the what's the plan with you guys? Do y'all see? I mean, is that your gold tag team wrestling, or is there a? I feel no. like, for me as of right now, I feel like we're going strong, and I feel right. like we can. Ride the wave or or the cloud, if you say, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, for as long as we can, man. Like we want to, I def, I definitely want to take, you know, because uh, I hear I see no Mister Zach recently have a singles match in yeah. the the what is it? What was the what's the whole title of Reality Wrestling uh, Royalty? Is that what? Yeah, yeah. Rise, Rise to Wrestling. Rise to Royalty. That's yeah. the tournament we're currently having right now. I was man, I was hoping. That y'all would go against each other because it gives a good reason for y'all to wrestle each other and not have to split up. You know what I'm saying? Well, you you so, never know. You might. Are you in? Are you in the tournament as well? I'm in the tournament. He's oh, so it can still happen. So, it can yeah. still happen. Um. Yeah. Like, uh, it's crazy. I believe the way the bracket is set up is if I win, we might end up facing each other. I'm not sure. I thought I saw that because the, um, the new episode aired last week where he advanced. Right. Um. But. So I advance. So Solid. I believe when he, if he wins his match, yeah. we are on the I same side the, of the bracket. Yeah, so if he wins, yeah. Who is your op- opponent? Uh, Vega. And by the time Vega this airs, it might, you know, it, yeah. might, so, it might already happen. He's but. like Beirut. He's already calling it. He's like Vega's going down, baby. Right, right, right. <laughs> going down. Pointing, calling for us. Pointing. So there, there might be a a fly death. There may be a fly death one on one encounter. Okay, I like that. But you have to tune in to reality of wrestling. 
both do what they're supposed to. Yeah, that's right. Definitely. May the best fly brother win. That's right. That's right. And y'all can be brothers afterwards. This ain't, a, this ain't a, you know. <laughs> just because the Rockers split up don't mean y'all need to split up. You it's know crazy. what I'm saying? Wait a minute. Aren't you a barber? Stay away. You I can't am. Be. <laughs> hey, man, when I win, bro, it's, it's all, all right, bro. Okay. We can, all right. We can, all right. We can, right. Talks we can keep, that. We can keep the trophy at both our arms. Uh, I'll, I'll let you take a picture with the mob bill. Mr. Nate Laws, you have any final words for Fly Deaf? Man, uh, I just, I just, I see you guys on a regular basis, and I'm just so, I'm proud, man. These guys right here, uh, I got two uh, young brothers out there doing their thing, man, doing, doing what they're supposed to, and that's what they're doing. They're entertaining. They're making names for themselves and making it happen, right? And what better tutelage than, come on, man. Booker T. Book, the book man right up. Man, I'm just so excited to see what the future holds for Fly Def, right? Mm-hmm. So, like I always tell everybody, if you they're doing what they're supposed to, and what you're supposed to be doing is catching them whatever show they're on. I mean, they're everywhere. Come on now. Yeah. Man, let me tell you, just sitting here, and I'm hoping the same effect happens to our listeners. Because I like Fly Def. Cool. Tag team, you know. I'd say, let me, let me be honest with you. On a scale of 1 to 10, for my opinion, you know, I'm 6, 7. Cool tag team, right? Hearing your story and what you guys have put into wrestling, dude, you guys skyrocketed me. The three-hour drives, the, the you know, moving all the way from – these are things I didn't know about y'all. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, it kind of it felt very, oh, book, you know, oh, book's trying to do Harlem Heat, put these dudes together. Yeah. But when I hear that y'all came up with these ideas and y'all came up with the name and y'all yeah. put those time in there, bro, it changed the game for me and my the way I outlook. He didn't even like the name at first. Uh, did he not? Yeah, oh, he like we, they wouldn't let us use it at first, but like other places, we just been I using saw that. Fly Def and, and y'all Zach and Warren here. He just here. couldn't deny us yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, same thing with uh, Will all day, right? Yeah. Same thing kind of went down, you know. <laughs> we, See, I like y'all get out in the Indies and y'all push the envelope yeah, and, 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 I, I, and I'm sure Zach remembers, but I remember the first time he called us Fly Def. Mm-hmm. And like we were, we were, we were in a meeting with him, and he's like, "Hey guys, all right, this is what you guys are going to do tonight. I want you guys to go out here and defend the titles. Um, you're facing so and so, you know, do your thing. Uh, it's going to be fly deaf." And me and Zach looked at each other like, "Ooh, he says." We're in a meeting with him. We're in a meeting with him, so like we're not you actually speaking. Cool. Yeah, like, yeah. but our eye contacts looked at you uh, know we made eye contact, <laughs> and they didn't know the whole time. Booker said he was just mean mug. He like. Yeah. I guess you know it works. That's beautiful. Like, no, right, man. He sends, us, he, sends so. us out the, he sends us out the meeting, and we walk out the door. And as soon as the door shuts, they called us fly down. Hey, they look moaning. Yeah, dude. No, no. I, man, I really appreciate y'all. I appreciate your stories. I appreciate the effort y'all put into wrestling um, for the fans. Because at the end of the day, that's what you're doing it for. Like, yeah, yes, everybody's yeah. trying to climb the ladder and get noticed. But that 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 every every time you're in the ring, I saw you a few weeks ago, bro. You, you had your hand wrapped because yeah. you got hurt in training. And yeah, yeah. you were here the next time. I said there was no no days off. You know yeah, what I'm man. saying? And so, uh, man, you guys are, are inspiring for tag team wrestling. And, and just, like, again, tag team wrestling, not just two dudes that, that slap hands and wrestle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Tag so, team wrestling uh, matters. It does. No, <laughs> it does. I think y'all got some new shirts, baby. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and so um, I, I think that's good, man. I just want to appreciate y'all, and, and thank you for everything you do. A couple of questions before we go. Yeah. Um, Again, y'all kind of answer this. What do you love about professional wrestling? Oh, uh, man, just the just the passion, just the uh, the pageantry, just the the showcaseism, everything that 
is everything that's about wrestling. I love everything about it. I love that uh, you can get different alternatives um, anywhere you go. Uh, you can go to any town. There might be a wrestling show going on. Just like this whole, it's like a cult-like, it's always been like a cult-like culture, right. you know, and it's, it's booming and it's growing. And with like the moves that professional wrestling is making these days with like WWE going to Fox and or SmackDown going to Fox and AEW about to debut and NXT going to USA and Impact going to Access and New Japan and you got all these different outlets it's it just makes the wrestling world a lot bigger and there's a lot more opportunities and doors opening up for a lot of people who are looking for those and Fly Def is ready to take it and run with it <laughs> beautiful it's just that uh, I love pro wrestling just because it's it's an escape for me. I, it's a chance for me to be an athlete. Like I'm I'm Superman out there. I'm Zach Zilla when I'm out there. So it's just kind of I know, bro. I, I was expecting like a whole another level of energy. And I know you y'all just got back from that three weekend, but oh, yeah. his levels chill and real. Uh, but we seen Zach Zilla. <laughs> yeah, we seen y'all it. seen it. Y'all <laughs> yeah, seen yeah. It. y'all know y'all know what happens when that music hit okay. when that jet plane <laughs> when that jet plane hits and the hit the handshake on beat like you know what's coming so like that that's just what I love about pro wrestling it's just for a short amount of time I just get to kind of break out of my shell and just be me and just be with in my volume, element with the volume turned up yes. all the way beautiful that's beautiful for our listeners out there listening maybe it's the first time they're, they're hearing the, the fly deaf story mm-hmm. um, what does the world need to know about fly deaf uh, the world needs to know, coming from Warren J., the fly brother Warren J., the world needs to know about Fly Def is that we are one of the flyest, the hottest up-and-coming tag teams coming out of Texas. We're getting ready to take over Texas if we haven't already, and soon it will be the United States, and after that, it'll be the world, because Fly Def is going to go worldwide, baby. If you're looking for a tag team, we'll take on anybody, anytime, any place, anywhere. It doesn't matter. Holla at your boys. We'll come through, and we'll put your tag team on notice, and we'll probably beat them. No, we will beat them, right? So holla at all y'all local promoters, and when we come to your town, you know we always going to do what we supposed to do. And what's that? I just said. What's that? <laughs> I kind of messed it up. What we supposed to do. Yeah, right. <laughs> we always do. Anytime. Anytime. Look at this. Anywhere. Anywhere. I'm just saying, we got a, we got a tag got a champion or something over there? Next, next to him. It ain't me, I, like I can that. tell you that. I like that. <laughs> um, Man, we're sitting here with Fly Def. This is yeah. Chopped in the Chest Radio with your boy Chevy Chevy, the excellence of podcast execution. I'm super inspired by their story. I just want to give one more shout out to their families, moms, dads, uncles, everybody out there supporting Mama, Fly, Fly Def. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> if, y'all, if, y'all listen, Def, if y'all listen to these podcasts, I guarantee you these boys will not be who they are without y'all. So I think the support is 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 uh, just needs to be there and yeah. thank y'all so much thank you for, for doing that thank man shout out to all the fly death fans out there we appreciate yeah. y'all very much they buy the merch they screaming and yelling for our, our names when we come out there yeah they do it all for y'all we appreciate y'all definitely one of the most exciting tag teams to come out of reality of wrestling again this is shop to the chest radio mr 409 you tell him what it is baby You already know, man, wherever you are, where you're going, whatever you're doing, if you have independent wrestling anywhere around you, especially Fly Dev knowing what they're supposed to do, once again, what you're supposed to be doing is watching these guys anywhere they are. You're going to be entertained. It's going to be awesome, amazing. Sit back, relax, and watch them do what they supposed to do. Yes, sir. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you guys so much. You guys are super inspiring. Thank you for all the work you put on. This is Chop to the Chest Radio.
Nothing but love for our boys over at Fly Def. Let me just tell you, um, you won me over. You made me a believer in the fly definition just to hear your story, to hear your journey from you guys, just just dropping everything in your life and moving from um, wherever you came from or driving four hours from wherever you came from to get to training, just to get to a new level in wrestling, man. It is truly inspiring. If you're out there and you're a wrestler and you're hearing these stories, man, let nothing stop you, whether it be distance or time, you put in the work and you will rise to the top As I'm saying that, let me give a shout out to our boy Zach Zilla for winning the Rise to Wrestling Royalty at Reality of Wrestling over this weekend. It's out on YouTube now. If you didn't check it out, go check out that tournament. Awesome matches. A little help from his tag team partner, Warren. We're going to see how that story plays out on Reality of Wrestling. If you're not following them on YouTube, go to their YouTube channel. Smash that like button. Um, Check them out on realityofwrestling.com. They're just doing some amazing things. And, And for us, it's local wrestling, but they're hitting nationwide. I think to reach 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. They're putting on an amazing show. So go check that out. You will not be disappointed. Again, this is Chevy Chavry, the excellence of podcast execution with my man, Mr. 409, Nate Laws. We are a love letter to local wrestling. This is Chop to the Chest Radio. Remember, next week we have El Campeon himself, Mr. Gino. We're talking about his signing to Major League Wrestling. It is a big deal. He's worked so hard to get where he's at, and he's he gets to share his story with you on how he got there. We've had him on the show a couple times, but he's reached a new level, so we're getting him again, man. We are excited. Nothing but love to our brother Gino, man. We're so excited because he deserves every ounce of everything that he gets because he puts in that time. He puts in that work, man. We have some amazing shows coming up in the next few weeks. I know we have Gino, and as of right now, following we finally got him, the man, the godfather of Houston wrestling himself, El Padrino, El Jefe. Mr. Aiden Cristiano a few weeks from now, so be sure to check that out. We stinking love you. Thank you, everybody who who follows us, who's going on this journey, who's fallen in love with local wrestling just like we are. This is Chopped to the Chest Radio. Thank you so much for listening again this Saturday. If you're listening to this the first week it drops, this Saturday, October 19th, Undisputed Pro Wrestling. Me and my man 409, we're both going to be in the building. So you guys come check that out. I am making my wrestling announcing debut. So come check that out. It should be fun. You might even see me in a suit. Who knows? I get crazy, baby. This is Shop to the Chest Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Woo, baby.